Welcome to Relationships Unhinged Podcast, where we explore dysfunctional partnerships that became deadly. These stories give a whole new meaning to the term, till death do us part. Welcome to episode three, where we explore the most messed up relationships. That's right. Episode three. We made it. We're, we're, we're on our way. We're almost at five. Wow. <laughs> what happened to four? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's one after this. Yeah, yeah, Gotcha. Yeah. So what do we have in store today? Well, I got to tell you, like, I, I, part of, like, what I think I'm enjoying is, like, the fact that we're not just, like, we're not like, looking at timelines and, like, fat, like, we look at facts, but right. we're not like looking at facts like we're some sort of detectives. We're like looking at these cases and we're kind of examining like the craziness of right. what goes on in relationships. And I, when I, you say we, do you mean you and the mouse in your pocket? Because I literally know nothing I mean about me all these and you're like my psychological experiment. Ah, gotcha. Like listen to this. Gotcha. And you're like, what? But yeah. like first I'm like, what? When I read the articles or like look on, do research and all this stuff. But then I get to tell you and you're like, what? Yeah, because they're kind of crazy. <laughs> So, like, part of it is, like, I like when, like, something, like, catches my eye. Like, I'm like, what? Like, it's not, like, just, like, someone, like, sometimes somebody plans out a murder, commits a murder, and then it's just, like, solved. But, like, I like when there's, like, some kind of weird twist to it. And so, today, we're going to look at a case from Texas um, where a guy killed his wife, which they actually got divorced. And they... So, the divorce first and then the murder occurred after. Yeah. They had a long history of domestic violence. Sounds like it. And um, and this girl went missing, and then when they found her, she was in his garage. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to hear how that happened. Okay, so her name's Ann Christine Johnson. Okay. Thirty year old waitress from Texas. Deep um, in the heart. Super pretty girl. Is a mom of two. Okay. So obviously she'd fallen on some hard times because she has an eight year old son that lived with a previous relationship with the, okay. with his son with his you know his dad. Then she has this five-year-old. With so this she didn't guy, have custody Sean. of the kid. No, he did. Yeah. Okay. You know, I think that that happens a lot these days. Yeah, you it's, know, it's, dads it are was very involved these super days. taboo back in the day, but not no more. Yeah, like I don't even I don't even feel anything about that. Yeah. But you know, then there's her husband, which I, then they got divorced. Sean Hardy. He's okay. 32. Um, they they had an extremely volatile relationship. She, he had gotten restraining orders out on her. She had gotten restraining orders out on him. Ugh. And incidentally, he's the one that filed for divorce and got custody of the kid. So it's the second man now that got custody of the kid. Yeah. Okay. That tells me something. Well, maybe. Maybe. I mean... Well, I think in most most cases, the women typically get custody of the children. Right. Most cases. Yeah. So if you're thinking this happens twice... And it seems like she had to... Even, even though he was extremely violent... You know, he claims that she was also extremely violent. They had had restraining orders against each other. And it seems like she had the restraining orders that she had against him dropped so that she could go over there freely, come and go. Gotcha. And the night that this happened, he invited her over. She went over there. 
she was obviously extremely comfortable because when they found her body, you know, when they think that he killed her that night, she was wearing Christmas pajamas that she was obviously wearing that night when she slept over. Man. I mean. How do you kill someone wearing Christmas pajamas? Well, why do you get a divorce and then sleep with the person? I would think it'd be so hard to kill someone wearing Christmas pajamas. It's so hard to get a divorce. So why are you going back? Yeah. (laughs) You know? So she goes over there. He invites her over there. She goes over there. Well-documented history of abuse. So he had before strangled her, beat her with a gun, like the butt of a gun. Wow. One time, okay, get this. He squirts in her mouth from a syringe, a mixture of Ambien, Clonopin, and muscle relaxers. Says... When you die, I'm going to slit your wrist and make it look like suicide. Where where does the (laughs) syringe come from? (laughs) I mean, I don't know, but why do you have all those drugs? (laughs) There's so much going on today, I can't even... But there's so much going on in this relationship, obviously. Because to to tell you the truth, I feel like a lot of people that are on that kind of mixture of drugs, like clonopin and muscle relaxers, you got all this stuff like... In your house, You're not exactly right. right. Somebody's not exactly right. Somebody's got these drugs. Things aren't perfect. Clearly. You're not a well-adjusted person. You know, um, as I was like doing research about her, I look up her Facebook page and she's got like a lot of like weird, ominous relationship type posts. Like, oh, I can't wait to hear this. Yeah. So she has like um, this one meme of a grenade proposing to another grenade with like its ring. (laughs) Like it's subtle. I feel like that's really telling. Like, (laughs) put, you know, take this. Right. We're fucking both dead. (laughs) crazy you know and then you know one of her friends had commented on that and said something along the lines of all proposals are deadly and she was like totally which you know that's kind of crazy and um so you you obviously but she had like a lot of art a lot of you know cute memes a lot of funny little articles she seemed like she had a good sense of humor and a good sense of like you know what's artistic and stuff and she had some stuff about autism her son was autistic the one that was living with this abusive guy so you know also she's letting her five-year-old son or whether she's letting him or not the judge is letting him live with his dad you know like does the court think that he's the less of the two evils it's so hard you gotta wonder you know I never want to like smear someone's name because she's dead. She died. He killed her. He's obviously violent. But sometimes these relationships are so volatile. They're both violent. They're both crazy. They both beat the shit out of each other. You know, but she's 100 pounds. She's 5'2", 100 pounds. And this guy's like a Walter White looking, you know, crazy looking guy. I mean, in his eyes, he looks kind of crazy. Yeah. So. We already know he's crazy because he killed someone wearing Christmas pajamas. (laughs) So. The girl, the girl goes missing. Right. And there's like several articles like referencing like the search for her, you know. And so apparently she had called out of work the night before. So the night of the murder, I'm I'm assuming. Okay. Because the murder happened sometimes between December 8th and December 9th. So she called out of work of her sports bar job. The people that she worked with, they claim that they don't know anything. She keeps to herself. She doesn't talk about her relationship. She doesn't talk about her life. So... They're not thinking anything. So she's not one of the people who go to work and be like, if I'm missing, You know he what did that it. bastard did to me? Yeah. No, she's not doing any of that. Right, right. She just calls out and says, I don't feel good. I'm not coming to work tomorrow. So her work doesn't think anything, but I guess her mom thought it was weird that she kind of fell off the face of the earth. Right. So her mom- Now, does her mom think she's she's over there? No. Her mom didn't think she's missing. Okay. It, and it seems like a couple weeks in, her mom started to think it was definitely him. Because her mom's, like, saying, like, you know, they had, like, a really turbulent past. Right. We're fighting all the time. 
you know, it just seems like this, they, they can't, uh, they can't quit each other. <laughs> you know, yeah. they both seem really toxic that, to that each other. That seems to happen a lot. But they can't quit each other. Right, right. So somehow in all these articles, they claim he's not a suspect. They claim that the police have like a long list of suspects. A lot, a lot of people are talking to this guy incidentally retains a lawyer. So they question him twice, but then, you know, he, then he's like, talk to my lawyer, blah, blah, blah. So the third weekend they get a warrant for cell phone records. And as they're at the house serving the warrant for the cell phone records, you know, I guess they do like kind of like a perimeter search. They can't yeah. go in the house or anything. They do like a perimeter search and they smell this smell. Oh boy. They're like, open the garage door. He opens the garage door, they see something that's in the shape of a human body, covered with a bag, it, with <laughs> with scented candles around, around it, it, burning. Okay. So, so it, it's something that looks like a human, mm -hmm. or the form of human, mm -hmm. surrounded by scented candles. Right. Gotcha. Normal. But it's Christmas. Do you think they're Christmas scented? Like, you think it's like pine and holly berry? Like, I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to... It sounds to me like cult shit. <laughs> it wasn't. It was more like smell covering shit. Right. Yeah. It does sound like cold shit, but it wasn't right. like in some like shape. Like a body in in between a bunch of candles. Yeah, but I think they were like Yankee. Ah. Yeah. They weren't yeah. like they weren't like white burning candles. They were like Yankee candles. Okay. Scented to throw, try to throw off the scent. But the scent is kind you know, you and I both know what that smells like. Yeah. So they do the right thing. They call, they go back to their car, they don't touch anything, they get another search warrant. So they could actually search the premise. They have like, you know, now they have a reason. So at this point, he foregoes his right to talk to his attorney and he decides to talk to them. And he starts crying and he tells them, you know, I killed her. They're like, why'd you kill her? His answer, I wanted to see her die. Wow. Right? That's a, uh, wow. I mean, that's straightforward. Well, yeah. It makes it super simple to figure out. I don't know if I ever want to see someone die. Yeah, that's sick. I mean, I have seen people die, unfortunately, but, like, I don't ever want to. Right. It's not something you look forward no. to seeing. That's a really twisted thing to say. And, again, I can't help but to keep going back to the Christmas pants. Like, how do you kill someone wearing Christmas pants? Right. They seem so festive. Right. Yeah. It's like the Griswolds. It's, like, bothering me. It's I don't like know why. Ever since you told me that, it's been... I can't shake it. I know. And obviously I'm not the only one that bothered it. And you're not the only one that bothered it because it's like published in the articles. Like she's found wearing her Christmas pajamas. Right. It's like, yeah, like yeah. you're obviously in a good mood. You're obviously right. like, it's December. Yeah. Let's celebrate like the jovial. holidays. Bitch, die. Yeah. I want to see her die. <laughs> Jesus. Maybe he hated Christmas. Maybe, maybe he was Jewish. Maybe, maybe he doesn't hate Christmas. <laughs> wow. I didn't think of that. I don't know. But. So, you know, they, they keep on questioning him. So he says, um, basically, that he, like, hit her with a gun, strangled Which her. Which he's done in the past, and she survived. So I guess maybe he figured. Yeah. Well, the coup de grace is he put plastic around her face and ah. strangled her. Oh, no, no, that's not what happened. That's not the, that's not the coup de grace. That's, that is the coup de grace. But after, he claims that, you know, he knocked her down. Right. And she's, like, injured on the ground. She takes a knife. This is what he says. She takes a knife. She takes a knife. She takes a knife and puts it to her own chest. Ah. But he kicks it into her chest so hard he actually dents his own shoe. Gotcha. But then he can hear her gurgling, choking on her own blood, and decides. He's going to help her yeah. put her out of her misery. Put, it, that's exactly what he said. Shocked that. He literally says, yeah, I, I put her out of her misery. But she doesn't, you know, she doesn't just have one stab wound. just two stab wounds to the chest and an injury on her neck with a knife, what looks like a knife. Right. Then she's then she suffocated with a the bag. Then so she's, while she's suffocated with the bag, she 
is able to drive a knife into her chest. No, that was before. So the knife had already like she had. He claims held it to her chest. He kicked it into her chest. Oh, but he dented his shoe, hmm. kicking this knife. I mean, that's what kind of shoe was it? I was curious to see. Is it was like steel? I, mean, I kicked shit really hard. My shoes are okay. Yeah, it's. I don't. You have what to kind wonder. of shoe was it? I don't know. Like a Doc Martin. You need to find out. I bet you it was like some sort of like one of those real leather, like hard ones. Yeah. Doc Martens, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or some like gothic shit you see in the mall. Yeah. So then she's, and now this is a pretty girl. I I'm, I just can't even imagine the scene. Pretty girl right. in her pajamas, gurgling on the ground. He decides then he's going to suffocate her with a bag over her face. Hmm. So wraps her up in this bag, leaves her on the garage floor. And now him and the kid, the special needs kid, are living in the house for three weeks while they're looking for her body. So three weeks she's in a garage. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm assuming people are like at his house, knocking on the door, talking to him, consoling him. Where is she? Blah, blah, blah. Right. And okay. somehow he's not a suspect. At all. No. Even with this violent history. I mean, I guess the police were like, yeah, they beat each other up. Yeah, they hated each other. But, you know, I don't think it was him. So there's nothing there that can point him toward to this. Aside from At their least history. the missing persons well, report. I mean, aside from their history and the right. fact that that's the last place she was. <laughs> Right. But now, did she tell anyone she was going there? I'm not sure. She must have because somebody said she responded to an invitation to Ah, his house, went there. And so he's the last one she saw. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, and guess what he tells police? Can't wait. I don't know where she is. She got in the car with some guy and left. (laughs) Like, who does that? I don't care how volatile you are. Who gets in the car with some guy and leaves? It, it, that shit don't happen. No. In, In the movies. You know, like I'm leaving with him, right? And then <laughs> next, you know, the you know the tail lights are the last thing you see, and I, damn it! I almost feel like a hundred percent of the time when they say she left with another guy, they killed her, because if they leave with another guy, they just leave with another guy, and the guy's like, "Fuck!" Right. But right. like, if they say she leaves with another guy and she's missing, you killed her, yeah, and then the you made that he, up. Yeah, where'd she go? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I they mean, didn't like leave to go. You know how many people like say like, "Oh, yeah." She went on vacation. She was. She decided she was going to go on a year-long vacation in Italy with her new boyfriend. Right. What new boyfriend? Yeah. No one knew about it. No day bag. No. Christmas Christmas pants. Christmas pajamas. Right. Yeah. Her cell phone's at his house. Yeah. You know. And where are you going to go without your body, which is in his garage? So they find the body. <laughs> Jesus. Can you imagine what that smelled like? Smells Sent like it, pine listen, and holly berries. Listen, I'm going to give a shout out right now to the Yankee Candles because they, they make a, a wicked good candle. But three weeks of death, it's just nothing's, I mean, nothing's going to fix that. I mean, they should make a candle called like decomposing body cover up, right? Yeah, it's got to be very I mean, there's a really small market for that. (laughs) You would hope. (laughs) And then people purchasing that candle must be like being watched. Nothing is suspicious about that. If that's your Amazon cart, you got to be wondering, (laughs) why do you need that candle? (laughs) It's like up comes the UPS guy and then up comes the cops. Right, right. (laughs) Like, hey, uh, here's your candle, but these guys have been following me ever since I dropped off here, so. Right. Yeah. You know, it's sad because her mom, her mom, I guess, had some, like, a lot of hope that maybe something happened and her hope started to dwindle. Right. You know, I think her biggest hope was the fact that she called out of work thinking, you know, maybe she's sick, maybe she went somewhere, maybe, maybe she went to a, a, you know, battered women's shelter. Right, right. So, I mean, I think the moral of the story here is, you know, if you're in an abusive relationship, You've been hit by a gun. 
You've been strangled. You would think. You had guns shot down. I mean, drugs shot down your throat. Right. With a syringe. How do you go back? What? Just break up with them. Yeah, but how do you? Listen, if you got beaten in the head with a gun, and you still go back to that situation, I don't understand that. I I can't get how you squirt drugs down someone's throat. <laughs> And say, I'm going to slit your wrist and make you look like you committed suicide. Right. And then you're like, oh, well, you know what? He, he just misunderstood. It. He didn't mean it. He's misunderstood. He's sorry. Yeah. He's sorry. So this guy's in jail and, and she's and her kid dead. Is, yeah, she's dead and her kid is with relatives. It's sad. And, you, you know, it's just... Tough I mean, situation. You wonder, because like maybe, maybe the fact that the child was there, the child with special needs, maybe she went there extra because of the kid. Maybe she slept there, tried to make peace... You know, because the kid was there, he stayed in the house. He stayed in the marital house, and she didn't. You know, maybe she was in no position to have the, the child. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you know, this is a child that needs a lot of help, needs a lot of work. And she seemed like a good mother as far as, like, you know, caring about him and advocating for special needs kids and stuff like that. But in the meantime, you know, you have to now you have to force a relationship with someone who's been, like, really violent with you. Right. And that's a shame. It's super difficult. It's really sad. Yeah, I feel bad for her. That's a tough one. I know. We'll obviously talk about these things quite often in the show, but the fact that, you know, you love someone and then in the next breath you're killing them. Well, you know, I mean, I, I've, I've seen family court. I've, I've been to family court. I've seen some of the cases there. I, I know that, like, when people are coming up with, like, these restraining orders and, like, you know, oh, even though there's some false hope that this piece of paper is going to save my life, I mean... For the most part, I think those people are people that just, like, don't want contact with their significant other. Maybe they're fearful. Maybe they're just done. But you don't hear stories that are that bad. You hear, like, he called me a million times. Yeah. He called me names. Right. He went to a restaurant right. where I was on a date. You know, like, you hear stories like that, but you don't necessarily hear, yeah. like, he hit me with a, be- a gun, beat me with the butt of a gun, right. strangled S- me. Squirted drugs down my throat with right. a syringe. Told people it was going to make up, make me look like I commit suicide. Like, yeah. like, people aren't saying those kind of things. So I wonder how the judge was able to dismiss the, these. Like, even if you go there and say, because I've, I've seen, you know, I saw this one time. Like, you know, somebody said, you know, I just want to drop it. And the judge was like, don't do it. And she's like, but yeah, I just want to drop it. And he was like, I don't think you should. Like, I feel like a judge that heard this stuff would be like, don't drop it. Yeah, You're not safe. And the reality is, it's just a piece of paper. It's yeah. Not, it's not armor. And she went to his house. Right. And, but listen, you that know. happens quite often. I know. You know people have restraining orders against each other. And next thing you know, that person that has, that's the victim of, uh, you know, abuse is at their house, you know, and they're going about their day and then one thing pisses them off and actually, you know, the Why cops are there. anybody think anyone's going to change? Yeah. Like, maybe you change, like, something. You know, maybe you chew with your mouth open, but now you're going to and I understand it bothers you. I'm going to chew with my mouth closed or make an effort. But you have such a temper that you beat this shit out of me on a regular yeah. basis. There's no way you can go back That's from that. That's not going away. Yeah, no, absolutely not. It doesn't get better. It gets worse. It no. only gets worse. Absolutely. It's a cycle of violence. That's what they say. It's exactly what it is. It's a vicious cycle of violence. I mean, people yeah. that are people that are victims are typically victims for life because they don't either know how to get out of the situation or it takes someone close to them to pull them out of that situation. It's sad, but it's true. And then what ends up happening is people end up dying just like mm-hmm. this from people they think love them. And sadly, like everybody that's been involved, I think I want to say with her friends, her family, law enforcement, the judges, like all are like, how do we fail? Like some somebody must think like we failed this whole situation. We failed this girl. No matter what she's like, even if she's crazy too, even if, 
you know, she's unstable or whatever. This is a mother of two boys, two boys that have to grow up now without her, her, you know, one with special needs who probably has no idea like where his mom went, you know? And what's crazy is these kids are going to grow up later in life and read these stories about their, their mom being murdered and They're not going to be violent. Absolutely. Resentful. You know, hopefully they have like some, some good energy around. Now was this kid at the house when this occurred? Mm-hmm. Ugh. And then he lived in the house for the three weeks while that's right. her body was and there in the you're garage. Right, you're right. Wow. Yeah. That's tough. I mean. Like what the hell's going on in that three weeks? The kid must be wondering where mom is. I know. Especially with special needs. And you got to wonder what he understands. Yeah. Because sometimes these kids like are, they can understand, but they can't really verbalize. Right. So they act out. Like maybe he knew, like, you know, wasn't really very verbal. Yeah, it's you tough. Know? Tough one. It's sad. Well, it's sad. again, this is uh, just another episode that we brought to you that um, makes you go, what? Right? <laughs> Three weeks in the garage. God, what a jerk. Well, thanks again for joining us for episode three of Relationships on Hint podcast. And hopefully you'll be back for even more madness. Thank you very much. Talk to you next time. Take care.